Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat, IGN's Nintendo Podcast. My name is Philip Mewson, and today I'm joined by Sydney Goodman and Zachary Ryan. Coming in hot today, Philip. Uh, Super hot today. Wow, we're Whoa. missing Sam. He's Sam actually here, here, but he, he's invisible. Uh, I was you in guys the, can't see or hear him right now. I was in the, that's the first time anybody has never heard Sam. So uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it's a feat. It's a feat for us. I, I was in the middle of Sam. disrobing as we started live. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yes, we're here. Yes, we're here. Uh, we did start. We are filming live. Uh, live every Thursday on IGN.com at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, because it's a live show, we obviously <laughs> sometimes uh, people just don't show up. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we uh, have to wait a little bit longer for uh, our other guests to arrive but sam claiborne will be joining us you'll probably see him walking somewhere around here that'll be a good entrance i feel like there he'll, ha- he'll have to have a pretty good excuse for why he was late i wish we could just like wire him down like, <laughs> just, like a he just concert, comes floating yeah. in like yeah or just like from the bottom uh, yeah, you know i'm into like, that that's yeah. that's a really good idea cool uh but yeah we have a lot of stuff going on sydney goodman welcome hey, thank yes. you so much i'm excited to be here absolutely we're very yeah. excited to have you here thank you yes and so you are the one of the newest hires here at ig i am you're yeah. a host and producer host and producer i've been here this is my fifth week believe it or not. Wow. That is hard to believe. Right? Yeah. It's pretty fast. Well, my first week was at PAX, so I feel right. like it counts, but like, you know, I wasn't in the office. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to be here. You'll see me on things. <laughs> Better comment nice or I'll yeah. come after you. Cool. Very uh, cool. So as is tradition, um, we do ask uh, some questions to the new hires here at IGN. Uh, the most important question that I have for you. Oh, is wait. that? Before we get Sam started. Sam Claiborne, ladies and gentlemen, has arrived. Players. I just showed up digitally. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll uh, just... Edit that in it's later. Three hundred one. No, sorry, yeah. it's three hundred two. Yeah. Well, guess what? This is a live show. We started on time, Sam. <laughs> so cool. Welcome Sam Playborn, everyone. Hey, everybody. Yeah. How's it going? Good to have you here, Sam. Thanks. Uh, so yeah, I was just introducing Sydney, uh, and I was about to ask her m- the most, my most important question for her of the day. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, what is your absolute favorite Nintendo game? So does it have to be developed by Nintendo or can it be like, like does Pokemon count? Pokemon totally counts. Okay. Yeah. Pokemon blue. Okay. Pokemon blue. Blue, blue. not red. Not red, blue. Just Squirrel thing. That was what I, I actually I always choose a water starter. Cool. Always. Okay. But Totodile is my favorite Pokemon. Nice. Okay. Because I think that dark is, doesn't have very many counters in the RPG games mm-hmm. and bite is pretty overpowered and he has surf, like he has water mm-hmm. abilities. He's pretty okay. How do you OP? not love him? How, right? How yeah. you know He's the Toto package. How did you not choose Rowlet? How did you not choose Rowlet in the new one? That's so good. Just always choose the one. He's got a little bow tie. Blind pick. Oh. Rowlet, I chose Rowlet. Me too. Like, I usually go for the fire types. Okay. I've always been, like, a Pokemon Red or, like, just the mm. fire types in general. Yeah. Like, I love that owl. It's just a I good, like, good I like Rowlet as yeah. the little baby, but once... We turns into like a cool like owl hitman later in the game. Yeah, nice. Decidueye yeah. with his wings and stuff. <laughs> He's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Um, especially in Pokin too. Pokin tournament. Wouldn't know. Okay. That's my go-to. <laughs> oh, so I thought funny. Funny about Pokin. I thought I was really good at Pokin, mm-hmm. and because you know when you start playing, you it's. I feel like it's kind of ambiguous if you're playing online or if you're playing the story, or mm-hmm. maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't know. But so I played Pokin and I was like, oh my gosh, I've beat thirty people in a row. Like I've literally never dropped a match. And so I looked at my fiance and I was like. I'm going to enter Evo. Like, I'm going to win this. <laughs> and then we looked it up, and I was actually just playing NPCs the whole time. And then I played one online game, and I got smacked. You got, yeah. That was the end of my poking career. That's. So. I feel like that's my experience with most every fighting game I've ever picked up. Like, I play against the computer, and I'm like, I am friggin' good at right? this. Like, I'm so good at, at Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And then I go online and just get my ass handed to me like five times in a row. And it's like, yes. I'll never need to play this again. Because the that's computer fine. never knows how to counter just doing a leg sweep over. The <laughs> 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 that's true. Uh, very cool. Very good stuff. So, uh, another question for you. Mm-hmm. I know you do have a Switch, right? I do have a Switch. Yes. yes. Good. Uh, what have you been playing most recently on Switch? Like, what's one of your f- more favorite more games? More favorite games. Yes. Kirby Star Allies. Yeah, it's really Kirby. good. Yeah, it's I love really, Kirby. I love Love a good Kirby game, and this one reminds me a lot of um, Kirby on N sixty four, which was what was that Crystal Shards? Um, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, which I think is my favorite Kirby game. But this one comes really close, mm-hmm. which I haven't had that in a while. I thought it was a little bit like button mashy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody else got that, but I, I played it on the plane, and I just remember kind of like falling asleep and hitting the buttons, and I was winning, like I was getting through the levels, and I uh, thought that was weird. Yeah. Um, but as I played it more, I really I like the aspect of kind of taking your enemies and making them your pals. Yeah, and then you uh, there's some puzzles later in the game, which are yeah. more clever than I expected. I will, which say. is exciting. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I really like Kirby. It's cool. It, it has like, it reminds me a lot of like, obviously it's got totally different gameplay than Smash, but it reminds me of Smash. It's, uh, yeah. you know, developed by HAL Laboratories, so they have that in common. That connection's um, really cool. Yeah. That there's, like, these uh, non-Smash Brothers games that are made, and they always have a little hint of Smash Brothers. I was playing um, Kirby uh, Superstar mm-hmm. on SNES. I got mm-hmm. that cartridge pretty recently, and uh, that's before Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it has all these Smash Brothers elements in it, including there's, like, when you collect stuff in that game, there's, like, one, that game has, like, six mini, nine mini games in it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. one of them is in Metro. Metroidvania. Wow. And you like explore this, this, this cavern and in the cavern you get like a Samus morph ball and you get like a thing from earthbound. So you get these references to other Nintendo games in this Kirby game. And like it, then smash brothers came out like two years after that. So it very was like, cool. you know, that, that, that Hal makes little, very similar things. A little precursor. Yeah. Hal, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hal laboratories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a little dog with eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's mm-hmm. a weird image. Little dog Blood. with eggs. All dogs Isn't are born it with eggs. Around Isn't eggs? that how dogs yeah. are born? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're hatched. Yeah. <laughs> Scoop. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Well, we have a lot of stuff to talk about on today's show. Uh, there's a Splatfest happening uh, today or tomorrow. Today, if you're watching YouTube, tomorrow, if you're watching live with us on IGN.com, Thursdays at 3 p.m., 6 p.m. Pacific or 6 p.m. Yeah. Eastern time. Uh, yes. Uh, there's also uh, lots of. Cool information coming out of the investors Q and A, so definitely want to run through that um, as uh, well. Cool and investors Q and A has never been used before. Dude, in the I same think sentence, it's, so. honestly, you can find some gems in there. Like there's, there was like some really good questions asked that I think cool uh, questions, cool questions, prove it. Cool investors, yes, yeah. not just smart, but cool questions. Did you yeah. know they call uh, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos Cool American Doritos in Europe? Cool in Iceland, American. I wouldn't say all of Europe, but wait, yeah. really? Yeah, mm-hmm. cool American. Cool American. Does the word ranch just not exist outside of this country? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that, but I wonder if the ranch dressing is called American dressing. Because we have other dressings. I no, like how the American the dressing is probably <laughs> the most caloric dressing that, that they could yeah. possibly have. Yeah. Cool, uh, big fat American dressing. That's what they call it. We don't call blue cheese dressing French dressing. That's we call French dressing French dressing. Oh, good point. Very and that's point. been uh, dressing chat. What do uh, what Nintendo do Italians call it? Uh, what do the Italians call Italian dressing? Do they Just dressing. dressing. What about us Italian sausage? Cool American sausage. That's right. Cool American sausage. All right, we're getting a little off the tracks here. Let's swing the show back on topic. Um, yes, Nyko is also in the news, not in a good way. Uh, seems that somebody has finally had it with Nyko's faulty, or I, I wouldn't call them faulty, switch docks. Because no, they're the pro- absolutely faulty. They fry well, your switch. Most of the problems started coming across after uh, the 5.0 update, right? which sucks. And this is, you're talking about the lawsuits that's been struck out against them, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, you know, obviously there's some... T- uh, stuff to talk about there and then we also have uh some games that we want to talk about that we're really hoping are going to be announced for switch at e3 so -hmm. that's going to be one of the bigger segments later in the show uh but before we get to all that we just did show notes Huh? After all of this, we just got to the show. Yeah, so just yeah, now. You're right. already Eight talking about in. Italian sausage <laughs> and stuff, dude. You got to clam it up. Right. But um, no. Well, yes, we just did show notes. Cool. Let's but do um, it. yeah, <laughs> okay. Let's let's jump uh, back over to the Splatfest stuff. Uh, so this is really cool, actually. So uh, Friday, which is maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Um, what? <laughs> you can tell. It depends how you're Who watching this. I don't right. know how how people watch this show. I confuse anymore. those days frequently. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So this Friday, Splatoon Two is going to host their first ever tournament style. Splatfest. Mm-hmm. So we've typically had Splatfest in the past, which have just been like a weekend type thing. It's been uh, you pick you know Team A or Team B, whatever Team Mayo or Team Ketchup, and um, you know you just battle it out over the weekend, and then there's a decided winner. However, this one is going to be split uh, split over three Splat. weeks. It's going to be splatted over, over three, three weeks. weeks. That's great. Very good, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> today. Um, yeah. So, and not only that, but the theme of this Splatfest is going to feature the Ninja Turtles, which is crazy. I don't. I did not see that. Coming. You know why? Yeah, that's because they're coming wild. to Smash. Ooh. You think the turtles are going to be in Smash? Now Straight I do. From, uh, that's an old prediction. What yeah. was what was their last appearance in that? Was it like? Well, there like was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Smash Ooh. Brothers knockoff that was only turtles in it. Really? Yeah, and that was from like the Xbox 360 era. Was it a Smash mod? Or no, 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 no. It was off. like a, a, a standalone uh, Smash Brothers. Like in the same game, way like, like PlayStation All-Stars, but it was just Turtles? Just Turtles. Never mm-hmm. heard of that. Okay, well, I would definitely rather have the Turtles in Smash than like Steve from Minecraft. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's a fair assessment. Because yeah. that's like a rumor floating around. But that's around. another partnership that Nintendo's made. So like that's an, you know, you, you can see them. Go, well, I, I'm surprised that they're working with Ninja Turtles, first of all. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. And so that is interesting. Hmm. Yeah. 
Definitely cool. And then, uh, so basically how, how it's going to work, how it's going to run down is round one will start on May 4th and, uh, the, you'll be able to decide between Ralph versus Leo and then Ralph. Sorry, Ralph. Raphael. Raph. It's Raph. Raph. You can't say Ralph. Raph. That's Raphy. I like Ralph. I don't know why. Let's I said go Ralph. with Ralph. Ralph. Ralph is my terrible Ralph. uncle. Ralph is an awesome Ninja Turtle. Okay. Ralph versus Leo on May fourth, uh, and then round two will be on May eleventh. Mikey versus Donnie, and then all leading up to the finals, which are on May eighteenth. So and it's, that's to be determined by who wins those. Yeah, exactly. Right. So depending Not on who you, will win, right? I really, Obviously, I really hope yeah. so. Yeah, hundred percent. And the only way I know that is because he had the best weapon in the NES game. Okay. The that's stick? the only yeah. That's 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 my <laughs> because whole, of the reach, right? Yes, yeah. it was great. Yeah. It was only useful turtle, really. I don't know about all. Well, that. like the size, reach out. It's like it's like fighting with a spoon. This is how we get off track. Are you talking about turtles? And are time? we supposed to be on track? Yes. Yeah. Right. Ten minutes deep. <laughs> this show. This, this is just dress rehearsal, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the practice show. The real NBC is uh, dressing rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god american rehearsal um <laughs> okay uh so yeah what's really cool though is if depending on who you pick you'll get like uh, a t-shirt you know mm-hmm. if you pick donnie you get a t-shirt of donnie uh we actually have an image of it on screen if you're this watching rules. the video version of the podcast yeah that's really really cool i kind of i, I kind of want one of those shirts in real life honestly they look really really neat um so yeah uh, go ahead and participate in that if you're still playing Splatoon. I know I'm going to be at least hitting up one of those rounds. Hopefully, I'll have time for it. But it looks really cool. And this is promoting like a new Turtles cartoon. Yeah, on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah, that's so, right. It's so called Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is an upcoming conspiracy show. Nickelodeon characters coming to Smash, like Hey Arnold and like yeah, well, not Angry like, Beavers not and like hey, hey, <laughs> come hey, on hey, now. Hey. You, okay, there's nothing wrong with the football. Well, you guys like Rocco's Modern Life? Yeah, yes. yeah, totally. You don't like Rocco's. You don't like Rocco? I'm just What's I'm just asking you? questions. Okay. I didn't I didn't weigh in on this at all. So I don't know. What? Rugrats? Yes. I'd be into that. Rugrats. I, I love right. the Rugrats. Yes. Doug? Doug yes. is good yeah. too. I think Doug I was more of a fan of pork chop, but I like Doug. Cat yeah. dog? Cat dog is a little too uh, like a little too new getting, for me. I think right, out of my generation. Yeah. Yeah. I like cat dog. Yeah, but right. I didn't like cat dog as much as like I was supposed to like cat dog, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're saying cat dog for Smash? Oh, I don't want cat dog for Smash. Okay. <laughs> I don't All want right. that. I want so, Reptar. So Doug. Reptar and Doug. Reptar, Reptar and, and Doug. Doug. Oh. Doug would be cool because it'd be really nice to see what his fighting moves are because they'd probably be like really lame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he'd like, oh, handshake. Yeah. Ooh. They should just do like a full Ice Climbers thing and go um, like all the Rugrat characters right. like fight together and then the Ultra Smash is uh, yeah. is uh, Reptar. That's, like, yeah. that's like Turtles <laughs> in Injustice. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a good, yeah. It's really just one character with like different skins. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Hmm. But in other Nintendo news, because we definitely have to keep moving on, <laughs> we're only we're supposed to be at the seven minute mark. I'm, I believe we're approaching thirteen minutes. We're hard. We're hard six over. If you're yeah. keeping yeah. track out there. Um, yeah, if you're keeping track. So uh, this is coming from the investors Q and A that I alluded to earlier. So and this uh, relates to Nintendo continuing the 3DS support or their support for the 3DS system. So I think this is really fascinating, and it's obviously a topic that I know a lot of you guys are interested in. So I definitely wanted to cover it. Um, so one of the Investors asked Kimishima, um, and I'm just going to go ahead and read it because it's all it's all really good information. I think it's worth reading. Um, As Nintendo Switch enters its second year of sales, I expect the purchase of demogra- uh, I expect purchase demographics are changing. Do you think 3DS can coexist due to its differentiated prices and features? You say you want to popularize Nintendo Switch to the point where every person has their own. So, do you plan to capture the demand that is now directed at Nintendo 3DS? You want me to be Kimishima? Yeah, go ahead and be Kimishima. Uh, consumers purchased Nintendo 3S system in numbers we expected last fiscal year. It has an ample software lineup at a price point that makes the system affordable, especially for parents looking to buy for their kids. We expect demand to continue during this fiscal year as well, so we will continue to sell the product. And then there's one more. There you have it. Given that the Nintendo Switch is a home gaming system that can be taken on the go, the situation may change if it grows from being a one-per-household system. But the price of Nintendo Switch is not something with, with which most parents would buy a system for every one of their children in sh- a short period of time. Moving forward, we will work to ascertain what kinds of play people want at which price points. And as long as there is such demand, we will continue to sell the 3DS system. I see the product coexisting with Nintendo Switch at this time. So before we jump into our thoughts, I want to go ahead and ask a 
question to the chat. Do you guys think that Nintendo should continue the DS line uh, or should they just end it for good and sort of go full force with Switch? So I'm really curious to know what you guys have to say. Um, drop your answers in the chat below and we'll go ahead and read off as many as we can to get your opinions. But what do you guys think about this situation? Oh, I've got a lot of lots of thoughts. Yeah, let's mean, start with, yeah, I, I, I just, start with someone like else. It's one of those things where like, if I was a kid, I'm thinking when I got from my first Game Boy and I was, I was pretty young and I don't think my parents would buy a $300 Mm-hmm. like console portable console kind of thing I'm referring to the switch at that age do you know what I mean and totally. I don't think they'd buy one for me and my brother and then I'd have to share with my brother I don't know I, I feel like they have to have something that's either like a lower price point or a mm-hmm. lower entry point for the switch or they continued the 3ds or the ds line mm-hmm. yeah I can see that yeah, I'll agree to that I'm I'm constantly surprised by week over week how many emails and Twitter questions we get that's strictly about whether or not the 3DS is, is still a thing. Oh, yeah. And clearly, like, it's in Nintendo's plan to continue support for the 3DS. And why? Because it makes money. Yeah. Every month yeah. it makes money, right? And also, the 3DS has this insane library of games mm-hmm. um, over the course of, you know, however many years it's been out. So it seems kind of foolish to discontinue that line and sort of negate the idea that that 3ds is a viable platform um especially considering you know you still have games coming out for it well into 2019 already um and it just doesn't make sense to me that nintendo would as they sort of retool and reconfigure what that system is you know like releasing a a 2ds version of that for 79.99 which is the perfect entry point for something like you know your kid mm-hmm. um it's it's a it's such an awesome alternative that already has such a deep library of fantastic games. It's a no brainer for me that Nintendo would keep developing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So two things, I think Nintendo always has to say this, Mm -hmm. so we're never going to get any like straight answer. Why do you feel like they always have to say it? Because they have since the Game Boy Micro and and when the the Game Boy Micro was out, that was the last iteration of the Game Boy Advance. And they said, we're going to have this three pillar strategy. And when when they said that, they meant that they're going to run the GameCube, the Game Boy Advance and the DS just all alongside each other mm-hmm. because they had differentiated markets, right? But they didn't. The, the, the DS wholeheartedly replaced the Game Boy in like one year. Now, we're a little bit longer into the Switch, like, you know, possibly replacing the 3DS cycle. And that would leave them with just the Switch. So it's a little bit different. But I'm just saying they have a history of saying, like, this is what we're going to do. We're, gonna, we're never going to retire old systems. The other thing is that I want 3DS to keep going because I want Animal Crossing on my 3DS. I don't want to play that on Switch. Really? Yeah. Like How I'm, dare you, now, sir? Now, here's why. It's okay. because I love portable Animal Crossings, and I don't like home-based ones anymore. I used to, I like the GameCube one. Well, you know out. what's great about the Switch? Portable. It can be both, <laughs> but I don't think it's as portable as I need it to be for Animal Crossing. And I like clamshelling uh, my 3DS and playing... First of all, Animal Crossing New Leaf is one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, it's a great So game. just more of that yeah. is fine with me. And I don't see how the Switch is going to improve on that. Okay. But yeah. I'm ready, I'm willing to what about entertain this? the idea. Motion controls. Yeah. <laughs> Motion controls on Animal Crossing. Yeah, I could totally see that. So. Uh, right. I think street passing is really cool, too, and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, maybe the 3DS will be retired. But I just think it's it, there's nothing wrong with thinking that the 3DS is the perfect system for a type of game. And that mm-hmm. type of game for me is Animal Crossing. How, and how much of that, though, is a propensity for of on your part for that series on that platform, right? Like, how married are you to, like, when you think about I'm Animal super Crossing... Married. Well, yeah, I know. Yes, I know, <laughs> Helene. But, like, if you think about Animal Crossing in your brain grapes and you're thinking about it and you see it on the 3DS, like, mm-hmm. how much of that desire to have it on the 3ds is just because that's where it's been for you right like but i can see i can see sam's point of view like the 3ds is way more of a compact portable system like you can fold it up stick it in your pocket you don't have to worry about it Mm -hmm. the switch like i i've put it in my pocket before but i have to slide off the joy cons put the switch in one pocket joy cons in the other pocket it's a hassle and then i'm back walking around like i have china in my pants you know like the like not the country like the nation of china down like you know like glass and Uh whatever (laughs) <laughs> yeah. We got some China fans over there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, That's a reference to Street Fighter. Correct. Yes. It's a Street Fighter. But um, no, I totally, I can see your point, uh, Sam. I think Animal Crossing in particular is a game that is really nice to, you know, carry around with you wherever you are and play it at any point in time. So um, it fits well on 3DS, but I definitely think that they have to figure out a way to transition it over to Switch um, I guess, eventually. I guess what, what you're both saying is that there needs to be a reason for that game to be on Switch, that it couldn't be on it on 3DS, right? Well, yeah, I mean, Sydney, Sydney brought up a great argument about how like Nintendo's seeking like a sort of lower price point or an yeah. entry point, um, and they said even specifically like for you know parents to be able to buy their children, their younger children, mm-hmm. um, and I totally agree with that, but I think that they could figure out a way to make 
the Switch or sell the Switch at a lower price point? For instance, what if they just sold the Switch itself without the dock? You know, like mm-hmm. a, a yeah. handheld only Switch mm-hmm. that you could, you know, if you want a dock, just buy it, mm-hmm. buy it additionally later to could maybe lose $100 off the price tag. Because well, how much is a dock? Like 90, six, I think nine, it's like 90, 90 bucks. bucks? 90, yeah. Yeah. 80, 90, whatever it is, but it's expensive. So like right there, that gets way closer to a, a 3DS price point. Now, if Nintendo is willing to do that because they're so hardcore about the Switch being an actual hybrid console, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, go so ahead. I have never played my Switch docked ever. Really? I have no cool. intention. You and uh, Andrew Goldfarb. Yeah. Apparently. I, like I only play it when I'm traveling or on the road or whatever. Like I've never played a dock and I really don't have, like I don't have a reason to. So actually like I think when I'm thinking of like, Oh, 3ds switch, I'm kind of thinking of it as like Xbox one X versus an Xbox. Do you know what I mean? And in mm. my head they have the same game library going forward or like at least comparable titles coming out for them. So like, let's say there is an animal crossing coming out. I'm thinking it comes out on switch and 3ds. Um, I don't know that's if those are exact totally ports, yeah. but that's what I kind of am seeing going forward. I mean, we saw some, uh, we saw that sort of in like some extent last gen. Well, Last gen. It's weird we haven't well, seen like, it as much now that saw, I think about it. We saw it. Yoshi's Woolly World come to 3DS after well, it was on Wii U. Look at um, Hyrule Warriors. Smash was on, yeah. on both. Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors. Warriors. Hyrule Warriors is a bad example, though. That sucked on Look 3DS. at Captain Toad. Look at Captain Toad. Look at him. Look at him. He's like a little toad right guy. He's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at how great he is. <laughs> He's like a little toad. He's usually harder to find than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There he is. No, but I mean, that's like, I don't know if it's a day and day release. I don't think it is, but it's coming to both Switch right. and 3DS, and it was on Wii U. So, I mean, that. Yeah, also I makes mean, complete sense. Long story short, like you make a great point. Like, there's no reason why those games can't come to both systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just depending on what what market you're in. Like, that's yeah. yeah. So I see 3DS dis- or the DS line disappearing in a scenario where they do start seeing DS as being a lower entry point for Switch. Because, like mm-hmm. you're saying, why don't you just make it make a scenario where Switch is more affordable? Yeah. Whether that's losing a dock or I don't know, making it sort of smaller. Does that make it less expensive? I'm not sure. But, you know, <laughs> smaller is more expensive because it's <laughs> yeah. like the new iteration, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. We'll see. Uh, the chat has some actual or some pretty good uh, answers. So, uh, MT. Uh, Obi-Wan <laughs> says, he's spelled Obi-Wan in a really weird way. Um, he said, pop a 720p screen and a 600p bottom screen and make a Nintendo HDS. Ooh, Nintendo HDS. That's cool. Now, that would be that pretty sounds, interesting. That sounds expensive. It sounds way more yeah. expensive. Wait, he's yeah. saying add another screen, like three screens? <laughs> yeah. a, a three just screen. Just yeah. unfolding it. A, t- a TS. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, Scruptious Notion says the touchscreen is an absolutely unnecessary addition to the console considering it's a hybrid and you can't use it docked. Uh, I think he's talking about the switch switch. Yeah. yeah itself. So, um, I don't know. I, I would argue that tell I that, actually tell that to the developers of severed. Yeah, I, yeah. I, exactly. Like I think the touchscreen serves a lot of great purposes and whenever a game utilizes the touchscreen, I tend to actually use it quite a bit, mm. especially in the UI and the menus. Mm-hmm. Like I'll navigate. Menus, yeah. it's, it's, it's great for like, even in the Zelda menus, right? You can use it. Yeah, totally. I mean, mm. you, since you play mostly handheld, yeah, you, you find yourself using the touchscreen. Oh, no, I was just, I feel like I'm like the most anti <laughs> switch person as far as like you really utilizing what like its capability. Nah, I play it with, I play it like These Game guys? Boy. Yeah. I really do. Like yeah. the Game Boy, wait, was that Game Boy Advance, the like mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for me, I like the Pro Controller so much, so I really like to dock it for games that look good and I want really good controls with, and those have basically just been Mario and Zelda. Yeah. Everything yeah. else have been fine, portable. See, I feel like the only scenario that I use a Pro Controller, because I have one, would be if I decided to play Wolfenstein on it, Wolfenstein mm-hmm. 2, but yep. I played Wolfenstein 2 on Xbox, so mm-hmm. I also feel like that'd be unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But unless it was a game where in my head I associate it with holding a controller in my hand, I don't think mm-hmm. I would yeah. take it. I don't Interesting. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good points, and good points to you, chat, as well. Um, all right, so let's move on to our next topic. So... Um, in an interview with uh, Nikai, which is a, I believe it's a Japanese financial website, uh, Shintaro, uh, Shintaro Furukawa, I have to learn his pronunciation, I'm sure I'm going to be saying that name a lot, the appointed new president of Nintendo said that he wants to grow the company's mobile games output into the 100 billion yen mark, or uh, 910 million uh, US Uh into a, into that big of a business. And he hopes that it echoes the success of Niantic's Pokemon Go. Now, he said, uh, and, and I quote, from what I can see, smartphone games are the, are the ones I want to expand the most. The idea that something will emerge that transforms into something big in the same manner as game consoles is the defining motive 
of the Nintendo business. So it's a confusing statement. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Um, before we dive into, uh, uh, the, uh, what we think, I want to run a poll for the chat. Uh, now do you guys regularly play any Nintendo mobile games? So we're talking about, uh, primarily Super Mario Run, Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, uh, those games. I know that a lot of us here probably played Super Mario Run quite a bit Love when it Super came Mario out. Super Mario Run, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think any of us kept up with like Fire Emblem. I was a big anything. Heroes player. I played for months. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. And I played a lot of Animal Crossing in the first, like, uh, I'd say the first month or so and mm-hmm. dropped off. Yeah. What made you drop off of uh, Heroes, Fire Emblem Heroes? Um, basically, uh, there, there became these online challenges. Like, I was playing against other people who were probably buying better characters and packages to get good characters. Mm. And I started getting trounced and it got annoying. Okay. Mm. I didn't want to put more money into it at that point. So you think the other players were probably like paying for, well, cause you could pay to get batches of characters and right. I, my random picks were so they, they dole them out so slow that you mm. get like a random mixed bag every once in a while. And it just, you know, I started getting trounced. So saying. essentially the loot box problem. It was. Yeah. It I was mean, a little bit of that. That's yeah. what it is. But the game is free to download, so it's hard yeah. to like argue with that. Yeah, I know? didn't even get up to like I didn't pay for anything in that game. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not um, complaining. Yeah, and if you're watching the video podcast, you can see some of uh Fire Emblem Heroes on screen right now. Zach, uh you played Super Mario Run quite a bit too, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So what did you think about that? I know we gave it I believe an eight or an eight point five. Perfect ten, actually. Yeah. It's a ten out of ten game for IG. <laughs> I I honestly I don't remember what we gave it, but um it I was very impressed with how faithfully it recreated like the Mario experience. Like it just felt like a Mario game. Yeah. Uh, even with touch controls. I thought it was uh, uh very impressive in that regard. And um I played through like I'm not a completionist in any game. But I did do a lot of the like end game challenges and stuff. And then when they added a bunch of new levels later, I went back and played those as well. Um, the reason that I dropped off of uh, Animal Crossing is kind of s- similar to Sam's. It got to a point where like I couldn't progress in that game without spending money. Right. And I had spent, you know, a couple bucks here and there because once you've s- dropped 10 to 15 hours into a game like that, I feel totally within bounds to spend five or 10 bucks. It's like, look, I've gotten this much enjoyment out of it. I might as well kick down some money to the developers of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got to a point where it was like, okay, if I really want to progress, if I really want to do something cooler than this, I'm going to have to spend, you know, an additional 10 to $20 to, to buy, you know, expansions or whatever. And like, I just wasn't into that. So it got to a point where I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I totally agree. Did you play any, uh, of the mobile games? I don't like mobile games. Not I feel at like all. I'm always, I'm like the black sheep today. Uh, <laughs> so animal crossing, I was super, super stoked about. And I remember my Twitter feed was like blowing up and I was like, yeah, download. And then I downloaded it. And first of all, my phone battery, I had like an older phone and it just like just killed it. It yeah. completely killed it. So that's generally why I was staying away from mobile games. Mm-hmm. And I think also just the promise of loot boxes. I feel like typically I'll get into a game and then all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't really want to spend money on this. And then I just stop playing. Yeah. yeah. So like, and I think the other thing is I usually have a switch, my switch with me or previously like my game boy. And so if I was going to play a game, I'd rather just like go into whatever game I'm playing sure. on that. Makes sense. I yeah. didn't try Animal Crossing more than a couple hours, and I, I I live with an Animal Crossing addict, and I heard all about it frequently, and it sounded really cool, yeah. but I just didn't it didn't grab me. I really didn't like Mario Run, though. I'm worried about more platformer stuff. I I, I see how it's playable, and yeah, I understand. I think, I think it's amazing. I a little bit playable. of it, but I got really frustrated by uh, not being having Mario control. Plus, you got bad thumbs. I have terrible thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to control when you get thumbs. I'm really curious to see what Mario Kart Tour is going to turn out to me be. Me too. That to yeah. me sounds like the real like out of left field. Yeah, because like the idea of controlling a cart with a touchscreen or even like the the uh, accelerometer does not sound fun. Right. Remember when people yeah. got super into the wheel? No. Uh, I, it, was, it was just the, the craziest thing. Like I'd play with people who like... They're good with. The, I remember the when that, were good with that. I remember yeah. when that Mario Kart came out, and people were like, "No, dude, you got to play with the wheel." I was like, "No, thank you." I'm well, it does <laughs> dumb things down, so it's a little safer, and you can be competitive with it, mm-hmm. but you just don't have the control that other people have. So, yeah, so that's what they'll do with this. You know? So, what's the general yeah. re- what's the general reaction from this statement, like that you're seeing out there online? <laughs> Nintendo talking about moving more into mobile games and more into like games of service, right? Because to me, it totally makes sense. Nintendo is a company that first and foremost knows how to make great games and they know how to make money. Yeah. And this is obviously something that is making a ton of money all the time and they're not they're not right in the middle of it. So it, it seems like a no-brainer that Nintendo would like voluntarily like yeah. come out and say, like, hey, we're gonna try to make a bunch of money doing this. Like, you know what the difference is though? 
is that they said before they're making mobile games to push people to their console games. Sure. And this is a different strategy. And this is saying, like, we're going to make more mobile games. Yes, exactly. For the Mm -hmm. sake of making mobile games. And that's the first time Nintendo's ever said that. And so that just means that we'll uh, expect more mobile games, stuff like that. But it also, I really like the connection to knowing that, like, oh, if they're putting out a a mobile game for Animal Crossing, then I can probably expect a really cool, large Animal Crossing that they'll push people to. Yeah. And I think I said it on this show before, but, like, I really, people were really upset about the Mario um, model for Mario Run because it was a, like, a $10 game. Um, but then there was no additional fees for downloads and stuff, and I was hoping that that would be the case moving forward, but we've already seen them move away from that with Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem, and it seems like they're going to steer further away from that moving forward. Mm-hmm. Well, ever since um, you know mobile games became kind of a thing after smart, with smartphones came out, yeah. um, you know, like uh, for for the longest time, people were telling Nintendo or asking Nintendo, like, are are you going to put your games on smartphones? And and they were so opposed to it for so long until Iwata actually back in 2015, like, sort of planted the idea that hey, this is a platform that we actually need to start developing for. Like, it's a it's got a massive audience, and we can bring in a lot of people, and obviously, like you know, to drive traffic over to the bigger games, like Sam was saying. Um, so I think that it, it, like Uzak, it's a no brainer for for them to not only continue doing this, but to to double down on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think that, you know, titles like, obviously they've, you know, talked about bringing Zelda uh, to a mobile game. There's a mobile game in the works uh, yeah. Zel- for Zelda. Uh, we know about Mario Kart Tour, and I wouldn't be surprised if we just continue to see more and more franchises show up on mobile. Uh, now, the day that, like, a game like Super Smash Brothers shows up on mobile, that'll be a scary day for Hard me. Hard pass. Um, yeah. I, I want to make a bold prediction. Uh, Nintendo, uh, w- before the end of the fiscal year, will announce a Battle Royale game. Ooh, yeah. I think they should just put just Battle Royale in Splatoon. Yeah, freaking love that. Yeah, that would but be. be I would be Zelda. all over that. What's that? It'd be better in Zelda. Oh, Remember when we were going to do that goof? That was going to be a good April Fool's <laughs> Day goof. Yeah, yeah, that would be perfect for Zelda. Uh, we got poll results in. So seventy six percent of the chat says that I don't play Nintendo mobile games ever. Seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah. yeah. So My that's camp. a pretty. It's a pretty large mm-hmm. number. Yeah. yeah, you're not the only one. You're not the black. You're on the winning the team. Only one. Yeah. They're in your pocket camp. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my pockets are down. <laughs> I'm going to make the headline of this episode just like puns galore. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we can make more puns. Oh, yeah. Keep, keep doing it. Yeah. All right. Keep the puns coming. Um, so, yeah, let's get in uh, Get in on that uh, Nyko news. So, apparently, somebody has gotten so frustrated uh, that they are filing a class action lawsuit on Nyko for uh, essentially bricking their switch with their switch dock. And that man's name is Brian Altano. Yeah. <laughs> he could join the class action lawsuit. Yeah. He, could. He, yeah. Sh- he should, yeah. I mean, like, you know, it happened to a lot of people here in the office. I feel terrible uh, because I actually gave I had a Nyko dock and before all of this stuff started happening. Did you I, give the dock to Brian? No, I didn't give it to Brian. I gave it to one of our producers right. here. Uh, his name is CJ. I gave him a dock and uh like two days later his his switch bricked no really yeah, yeah. i didn't know that yeah and i felt CJ, terrible a I was... lot less public uh about <laughs> his switch woes than brian <laughs> yes a lot less public yeah um but he did uh send his into nintendo for repairs uh which is nice now nintendo is obviously um they're covering it within their warranty which is great um and they're you know willing to replace switches and you know make sure that people are walking away happy from the situation nyko on the other hand uh is basically offering to give people new docks like Mm -hmm. oh here's take this you know other dock instead it's like why would i want to keep using your products um so it's weird but uh the man who's filing the lawsuit is from jacksonville florida um and he sent uh he sent in his switch to nintendo for repair um but he's probably going to lose all of his save data just like everyone else did i don't think so crazy i've never heard of one person saying like yeah i sent my switch to nintendo and then it came back with all the saves yeah yeah that's so frustrating yeah so it's just really uh it's really strange, and it's it's nice to know that that we're moving towards some sort of conclusion with this whole factor. Mm-hmm. I'm still worried about like plugging any third party accessory charging you know equipment yeah. into my Switch. At this point, I'm still using just official Nintendo stuff. Yeah, I mean, I've always sort of been third party averse for any peripheral on any console. Well, so. Like a battery charger pack. Battery Everybody charger pack. Those. Battery charger pack is different. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Those are so necessary with yeah. The Switch. Yeah. yeah. But I did so like I was traveling and I left the charging cable for the switch at the hotel or whatever and they couldn't find it because I did call and ask them if they sure, could find yeah. it and I didn't want to buy a third party one I don't know I just it made me so nervous not even a cable not even a cable yeah. well because the cable plugged directly into the switch like oh. if I'm if I'm gonna charge like 
I don't know, the joy cons or whatever, like, okay. Um, but like, I, I did not, I kept with Nintendo. I paid the extra what, like $15 to stay with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's the problem of that, you know, the hardware failure, but then there's the software problem of not being able to back up your saves in any way, which is just one year and change in like, it's madness. Yeah. It's like, Mm -hmm. I know every system I have, I can back up my specific reason, right? Like this has happened to so many people Mm -hmm. at this point and people are like clamoring for an answer to this problem. Like, Hey, Every other platform lets you back up saves. Like, why can't we do this? Is the idea that it could open the switch up to being cracked? I mean, but we've already seen it with the the Tegra chip, right? Isn't that like, well, yeah, it's such there an easy is thing. An exploit it's such an easy thing to exploit now. Yeah. Like, there's really a serious security mind. concern already with that chipset as it is. So, like, they've already opened themselves mm. up to that's that. That's an assumption, like, though, that, that, that that's why we've never gotten I mean, in terms of like, emulation, like, that's already happened. saves. Yeah, but it, bottom line is like we should be able to cl- set cloud save. Yeah, Especially I mean you could this, you could back up reason. your saves on a 3ds. You know what I mean? Like you can't do yeah. that on Switch, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Yeah. You're yeah. you're you're totally right. But at the same time, like the 3ds has been exploited like crazy. Um, so like Nintendo obviously does have a reason to worry. But at the same time, the the 3ds sold like crazy anyway. You know, and it's still such. Yeah, a, I was wondering about that. I wonder if yeah, if it helps or hurt. I know it hurts sales of 3ds. You know, or games to have games easily stealable mm-hmm. it probably helps 3ds sales it know? does it does yeah there are a lot of people out there that buy the console to do that sort of thing mm-hmm. but then they'll still buy games for it as well they like just once want... it's cracked i remember the 360 everybody wanted one yeah you know because you or no the xbox sorry the regular the xbox, original xbox because yeah. you could put and this was for like you know nes games and stuff yeah yeah all that. i had an xbox when i was a kid uh or not me personally but my friend had an xbox when i was a kid that had every super nintendo game every mm-hmm. sega genesis game every nes game it was awesome some of the earliest emulation i think people really you know widely used mm-hmm. it's yeah. funny no it's crazy i mean we're seeing a lot of people using uh like dolphin emulator on switch now which is insane through through linux I on mean, switch yeah it doesn't run very well. You're it runs telling up like me I could play a second. Tell me I could play Echo and the yes, Tides of I, Time. <laughs> yes, Zach. On my it's finally, now, it's finally time for, for Echo to come For those back. paying attention, uh, Echo is a dolphin in a video game called Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> right. Yes. Hence, uh, the dolphin's also a dolphin code name emulator. Mm-hmm. Right. For, for the uh, GameCube, GameCube and yeah. the emu- so Jack, mm-hmm. uh, Zach made a very funny joke that we all got here. I think. Yes. Good joke. You know, you can always <laughs> tell when a joke is good when somebody has to explain what the joke was. I so, think it's the second right. time I've explained a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I like the vibe the show has. It's mm-hmm. good. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, let's keep let's keep going here. Um, so this is the segment that I've been really excited to talk about uh, all week long. I'm I'm super hyped for E3. Obviously, I, I know yeah, that makes one of us. <laughs> I mean, I know you. I mean, all right. So I'm. This is going to be my first E3 with IGN. So for sure. I don't know Where's who wouldn't too? be excited. Yeah. Oh, that, that was kind of like a, yeah, that, know, but yeah. like a, dude, I went yeah. for the high five. I went in there. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we want to talk about some games that we want to see announced for switch at E3 2018. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and start it off. Uh, the big one for me is Mario maker. I really, really think that Mario maker would be an amazing game on switch. Now you've been it, on this train for a while. I feel like I've been have, talking to you about I, Mario maker on switch it's, for a it's, minute. It's not a surprise. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's too big of a surprise for people out there. I've been saying it for a while. Um, but I think that now would be a perfect time to do it. Obviously, um, Nintendo has sort of laid out their floor plan for E3 and what their big title is going to be. And obviously it's, it's smash. Um, but they're still keeping quiet about other, other stuff, you know, that we don't know what else could be out out there nintendo keeping quiet yeah it's uh, so right. unlike I, i'm gonna so wh- are you sitting down i'm sitting down all right for those who aren't watching he's sitting down when i tell him what about mario make what mario make your 64 <gasps> you're talking about building like okay. 3d environments and stuff because yeah. that, that's some pretty heavy lifting i think yep it yeah. would be but far cry did it far cry did it that's true i mean we're living in a world of like eight-year-olds creating minecraft world mm-hmm. castles i, I yeah. think that mario and mario would um uh, in Mario Odyssey, just the hide the balloons thing mm-hmm. made me think like, oh, there's some like level design to that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And like maybe, you know, maybe I could make a, a cool Mario level. I, I, yeah. That's I'm a fan of Mario good. Maker. Uh, I did one of my favorite Mario Maker <laughs> Let's Plays of all time with Sam a couple years ago. That was probably but, the um, best video we've ever made. Yeah, that's that true. That's, that's absolutely true. But uh, my only concern about Mario Maker on Switch, uh, you know, the, the 3DS and Wii U were essentially geared 
towards building in that game because you have two screens to work with. Mm-hmm. The the only thing is like how clunky it would be to like build a level on Switch and then dock it to play it or switch the screen over to play it. Like it just seems like that interface isn't optimized for Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. But that being said, like still totally worthy. So what's yeah, your pick? Very good choice. My pick. Um, I know we all have multiple picks. Yeah, for sure. Um, Advanced Wars. Mm. It's been too damn long. Yeah. I think that Fire Emblem has had its place in the sun for many, many years now. And uh, I want to see Advanced Wars come back. I love the Advanced Wars series. And I think it'd be really cool to see it on Switch. And I, I honestly, like, I wouldn't even... I, I don't even think it needs like a huge overhaul. Like, I'd love to see like a simplistic sprite-based like 2D um, tactics game. Yeah, I totally agree. By the way, chat, before we go any further, uh, let us know what games you want to see announced for Switch at E3 this year. Um, We're not the only ones here. You guys are obviously there. So uh, let us know and I'll go ahead and try and read off as many as we can. Um, But Sydney, do you have any picks? I do. I'd love to see Pokemon Snap come to Switch. I think it's would be perfect. I think the switch is perfect for it. Um, I don't even care if it's a remaster or if it's a sequel, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I, I replayed it recently, maybe, well, not that recent, like a year ago. That's pretty recent. That's so magical and perfect. I love it so much. We just had it on our, I have like a little CRT television on my desk Mm -hmm. and we have a, a 64 hooked up there and I had played Pokemon snap for the first time in whatever, 15 years on it. And uh, it's very sparse, but there's so much hidden stuff in it. There totally is. Well, and I definitely didn't finish it as a kid. I think I had it when I was like in kindergarten. So I had no idea how to unlock that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But going back as an adult and like finding all of those hidden Pokemon and actually like ca- capturing them all, not like capture, but like capture <laughs> them all. And you have to draw it, some out. And yeah. sometimes it's mean where you have to like throw things, throw things at and them. and hit somebody and yeah. then they fall into the lava. Yeah. yeah it's it's crazy. so great. How can you not love it? Uh, I think that would be a good, I remember people saying like, oh, this would be the perfect Wii U game. And then it did never happen. So yeah. like, Switch is no different. Like it would still be fine. I'd be so, so stoked about that. Yeah. I want, I want that, but I want it to support Labo. Like I want to have a cardboard oh. camera. Cause they've even showed off. They've teased the cardboard. Oh, that's camera. right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think it'd be perfect. Like, um, you know, you could put the switch in the dock, play it on the TV and then the other joy con is in the lens and it's yeah, totally like, work perfect. That. Oh, that'd be yeah. really cool. Yeah. That'd be yeah. super cool. Yeah. Pokemon snap. Switch for that. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon snap would be a perfect, perfect game. Um, Sam, I'm, I'm going to cheat a little bit cause I heard Sam's pick earlier. Um, but I want to hear. You're just going to take it? No, no, no. I, I want. I want you to say it because I. WarioWare. It's, it's one it's of the WarioWare. best ones. It's WarioWare. But how do, WarioWare. How, how do WarioWare. How do you say it? Like that? Uh, I love WarioWare so much. <laughs> and the last couple dude, WarioWares yeah. have been kind of crummy. There was the WarioWare uh, do-it-yourself game DIY, mm-hmm. which was interesting. But like you know, it's not these like packs of like play with your friends WarioWare games. Mm-hmm. And then there was Wario. Uh, what was the Wii U one? It's called WarioWare. Uh, I don't remember the name. I'll stop. Whatever name. it was, not the same thing. I just want like 600 micro games just to, and of course there, we I know we just got a, a we have a collection micro, coming. Micro game yeah. collection coming mm. but I love the multiplayer aspect of WarioWare and I love Mario Party still so I'd really like to play a WarioWare in party mode with all the Switch controllers with mm. the, the various things that the Switch controllers can do. Yeah, that'd and be what really if cool. you combine that with Labo? Yeah. Also WarioWare cool. Labo. That would be crazy. I feel like my cardboard would be destroyed by the yeah. end of that. Because Wario would just make like cranks and all they do is just like spit out gold for him, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like do stuff like that. It'd be good. That's a genius idea. Like just thinking about the Toy-Con house itself with all the little mechanisms on the side and on the bottom. All right. Like let's different... take this off air. Wario. And we'll make that. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else can hear this idea. Why not we'll a just new... Just Toy-Con garage Copyright or TM. Now they can't take it. <laughs> While we're talking about Wario, why not a new Wario Land as well? Ooh. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I really liked Wario Land Shake It, yeah. which mm-hmm. was a Wii game, a Wii but game, just yeah. a, a really cool Nintendo side-scrolling platformer with Wario in it, just being greedy and big and stupid, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, WarioWare is another series that I think fits perfectly on Switch because because of the touchscreen and also things like HD rumble. No, the touchscreen is useless. <laughs> and the fact that it's also like a hybrid system. I mean, yeah. the Switch just has so many perfect features to fit most of these games. It feels like Nintendo was making these games and they were all leading up to, you know, this kind of a console that could be essentially like, you know, that could work in both worlds. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Fortnite. Uh, I think Fortnite, Fortnite. I know. Speaking I, of Battle Royale. I'm yeah. Well, it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of crazy that it's not on Switch. It's insane to me. Like, I mean, Nintendo totally missed the... They, did, they didn't miss the boat, but they were so late to the Minecraft thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were the last platform to essentially get it. It was on mobile before it was on Nintendo consoles. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't want to see that happen again here with Fortnite. I mean, it well, already did, kind of. I mean, Fortnite is on mobile. That's before. true. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Good point, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing about... 
mobile. That's the thing about yeah. the Unreal Engine, right? Is that it's totally scalable. So they don't necessarily need to like they, they can meet somewhere in the middle where they scale up the mobile engine or scale down the the PS4 version, and it would fit right at home on Switch, and it would probably run and look just as good as it does on any other console. Um, I, I don't know why it's not there. I think you're totally right in asking that question, Philip. Like, why aren't we hearing anything about Fortnite on Switch? It's crazy. Should we check yeah. in with the listeners? Hey, yeah. listeners. Let's check in with the listeners. Um, Video Game Guru says Fire Emblem. That's cheating because we know that uh, Fire Emblem is already announced. Right, don't read that. Advanced next one. Wars, dude. <laughs> uh, the Hitman. Skip that one. The Hitman eighty six, uh, who is a Prime member. Thank you very much for being a Prime member. Says uh, Mother or Earthbound Collection. That would Ooh, be cool. that'd be really good. Yeah. Or yeah. Hitman. That's why I got excited. Yeah. I was like, the Hitman. I was like. Great idea. City, Let's the, assassinate some people. Oh yeah, Hitman. I mean, it's a violent game, but Nintendo's been way more open. I to violent love games, so. that juxtaposition because mm-hmm. I'm very much somebody where when I think of I'm gonna play an Nintendo, I'm gonna play my Nintendo console or whatever Nintendo product it is. I definitely go more towards that certain art style, sure. you know, like a little bit more like fluffy and right. fun and nice. But honestly, on every other console, my favorite games are. Like shooters, mm-hmm. and so I loved the demo of Wolfenstein on Switch because it just it was so weird to be playing to like brutally be murdering people. That's one of the most violent games I've ever played. It's yeah, so fantastic. Like yeah, it, it, I love also it. Uh, mm. let's not forget about all the Nazis. <laughs> a load of Nazis in that game. Minor detail. I think but they so, changed those to Koopa Kids, and in, in <laughs> I love that. Just little Mar- like little Nintendo changes. But yeah, so I would love to see Hitman on yeah. Switch. I mean, I don't think that'll happen. But if it did, I would be very happy. That would be cool. Mm. You could like maybe use some motion controls for like Garrett wires and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't uh, what you game could use that, the Pokemon Snap what game did that for, Manhunt did that for uh, for Wii? Yeah, Manhunt had like well, oh, if you're stabbing people, you believe that oh came out God. for Wii? So stupid, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I could just picture all the moms yelling at their kids like, "Honey, what are you doing?" Kids yeah. like, nothing. Um, Hawkeye in the uh, PJ in the chat says Star Fox, which I we know. talked about that last week. Yeah, I feel like yeah. if Pear was here, that would be one of his games. If Pear was here, really? he would, he would Pear would talk about F Zero. Well, F Zero, yeah, but he did Pear did true. predict Star Fox last week. Yeah, he yeah. did both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would but would it be a port of the Wii U one? God, I hope not. No, well, I think you're talking about the controls and would be better. You're talking about it as like a new game. Yeah, he wants a Star Fox game uh, with like the Breath of the Wild engine. I thought you yeah. listened to every episode of NVC, Sam. Only ones I'm on. Uh, no, <laughs> we, talked about, we talked about uh, a Star Fox game uh, with uh, the art style of the... Remember the puppets from a couple of E3s ago? Yes. Oh, I, would really, I, would I really love, love those that. puppets so much. I got like uh, I got a bunch of pictures with them. Me and too. Then the next day, I was like, I need to get better pictures with the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very hard to get to. They were like backstage, so I had to get back in there again. Um, so... Some of you guys might remember, uh, and if you don't, I'd be worried. Um, Lily, if you guys remember Lily. Uh, cool she's Cat a, Lily Z. Cool Cat Lily Z. She's in hey, the Lily. chat right now. What's up, Lily? Thanks for watching. Uh, she says Mario Party, which I can't believe that, that I did not think of that, I'll be honest. But okay. yes, of course, Mario Party. It's inevitable. It's only a matter of time until we see a Mario Party Would that Party be 11? Uh, yeah. No, how, how can, so, how can yeah, anyone know? 11 already? Who knows? There, it's oh. pacing Mega Man. Yeah, that's true. Wow. Yeah, yeah. People were bummed last week that we didn't mention Mega Man Eleven in our E uh, three uh, mm. discussion last week, but uh, that game is coming for sure. Yeah, and uh, no doubt to I Switch. Mean, I I, I want to say that it's confirmed for Switch. I don't remember. It would be no problem head. putting it on Switch. Yeah. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, at this point, I think Mega Man going forward is just going to be all guys. Platforms. We're so close. We're so close to that Legacy Collection for Mega Man X. <sighs> we're not far away. It's an interesting it's one. Great. I haven't played any of those late X games. I'm really excited to try. Some them. of them are good. Some not so much. <laughs> I like how the robots are also animals in that series. That's true. It's really neat. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any other games to add before so we many. move on? Yeah? Yeah. How many hours do we have? Uh, we have two more minutes. So I want Zelda DLC really bad. Zelda that's not DLC. happening. Yeah. They already, t- they already said that's done. But it could be a standalone uh, big big thing. Like, it may not be DLC, but maybe like the Dark World version of Zelda. I just want to play more Zelda. I don't care about all these other games. Zelda. <laughs> that's how I feel with Pokemon. Yeah. I want Pokemon Stadium. There you go. Yeah. I almost bought a 64 when I was when probably I was like 30 bucks Seattle. now well the problem was I was like I didn't want to deal with the hookups sure, sure. and whatever but I would love to get another Pokemon Stadium yeah. Yeah, the mini games were so fun Stadium yeah, would be really cool. good. I played yeah. the heck out of that game uh, I had a few others um, I think uh, a Castlevania a cool 2D Castlevania would be a really fun game to for Nintendo to now attract we are too. getting Bloodstained that game is so good. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. That's, That's Igarashi's Igarashi's, other game. Yeah, other yeah. His the Castlevania legacy lives on with uh, 
with Bloodstained. So that is coming to Switch. I'm very excited for that. Is a big Mario DLC thing out of out of the question? No, no. I don't think they ever said that they were done with Mario DLC, right? I think so. Like, I mean, right this after. fall, we got like three more worlds or something. I know we've, mm-hmm. we've talked about it well, on the show before about how easy it would be to drop DLC into Mario because it's just, oh, look, well, I, look I found another kingdom to go to. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah. They yeah. could just turn that was me, upside that down. That was my like, Cappy impression. That I, <laughs> that's what he uh, sounds like. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, rumors that maybe we'll see like Mario Sunshine Island of Delfina world. That'd be cool. Come to, uh, what about just like a, what about a Mario yeah. Sunshine oh, wow. port? I'd be down with that. I'd be so down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd play more Mario Sunshine. I've, I've played it on and off throughout the years. I love that game. Yeah. yeah totally. If you want to hear uh, Sam so uh, just really defend Mario Sunshine tooth and nail, there's a great Retronauts uh, podcast uh, with Sam on it where they hate Sunshine. Sam yeah, I'm it. in a room of people who don't like Sunshine. I think they invited me on to talk about how we all don't like Sunshine. I was like, <laughs> I love Sunshine. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, we're going to have to push on through to the next segment. We've got about 10 minutes left of the show. And I apologize. I know that some of you guys have mentioned in the comments that uh, we we have like hard stops sometimes. Uh, You know, it seems like we're rushing through things. But remember, it's a live show every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern time on IGN.com. So we do have a schedule that we need to uh, stick to here. Also, please understand that we are one of several productions that happens in the IGN studio every single day. So there's always set up or another show coming in to record after us or something like we we have an hour because that's the time that's allotted to us every week exactly. it's not like we're cutting it short because it's just like we have to be an hour for no reason see those guys know what's up yeah but um but yeah that's that's often why we have to bail out so yeah absolutely um so Really quick, we have less than 10 minutes left, but I do want to go over the, uh, the pick of the week this week, because every week we do have a pick of the week here on NVC, and this week it's none other than Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, which is very exciting. I've been, I've been really looking forward to this game. I know we have a Donkey Kong fan in the back room right now. Uh, can, can you say hi there? <laughs> oh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> that was very good. Oh if you're watching the uh, video version, you could see that monkey man and his fam just swinging across on the old rope there. They should have called it Funky Kong Tropical Freeze. I think that's what that, the, that's... That would have yeah. been a better name. I think. That would have been good. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, there he is. Oh, very nice. Oh, now he's getting closer. Uh, <laughs> I love Tropical Freeze. This game is tough as nails, yeah. but so good. Like, such an awesome old school platformer. Have you played it? Yeah. You don't like it? No. No, oh, here we go. No, Sam's man. a real contrarian. People, the things that it's people... true. Yeah, oh, it's totally I've true. I've liked no. everything else we talked about. We all liked Castlevania in here. Yeah, that's true. Castlevania's awesome. <laughs> I think we can it's all like, agree on that. what are you talking about? Whatever, man. No, but like, uh, Sam and I chatted about this the other day. Uh, I was asking him about Tropical Freeze, and he was telling me, like, yeah. Look you know, how good it looks. It's, it does look very good. I mean, I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like, I, I think what I got um, from your impression was that this one was a lot slower. It was more about exploration, um, yeah. as opposed to like the older Donkey Kong games, like Donkey Kong Country. And which my is problem like with that quicker. is that Donkey Kong's not good at exploring. I don't like right. stopping to pound and everything, and I don't think he's a good platformer. And so I think Funky Kong fixes everything. Yeah. Maybe so. In conclusion, yeah. Funky Kong fixes all of my problems. I did get it. I did get a press release from Nintendo this morning where the subject line was "Who's ready to get funky?" Mm-hmm. And nice. I, I really enjoyed I that. Am. Yeah, me. They're talking Kong's about me. ready to get funky. I will say too, um, <laughs> playing as Funky Kong in this game adds a really cool dynamic. Now, a lot of people have been saying it's easy mode, and I'm not going to lie; like it's totally. But easy it's still mode. challenging to but play it, with Funky Kong. Yeah, yeah, it still is challenging. You can totally die. I died a bunch. Um, but you heard it here first. It's hard to get funky. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's. I like his surfboard. I like the mechanics mm-hmm. that that adds to the gameplay. Like you can kind of um, hover around. You you have this like double jump, which is really cool. Um, and it's just like if you've never played. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, this would be the time to definitely jump in and, and pick it up, regardless of if you've even ever played a Donkey Kong game before, just because it's overall a really fantastic platformer. And, and, and the, the music is awesome. Um, the that character has wings. Yeah, the banana has wings. Um, I'm still waiting for my code, Nintendo. Um, but um, yeah, no, no. I think it's really, it's really nice uh, that it's finally on Switch, um, and I think everyone should pick it up. Our reviewer Seth Macy gave it a nine, mm-hmm. which is uh, for amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah so great, great really job, good Seth. Good, good review, by the way. Um, yeah, and I highly recommend you guys pick it up. Uh, obviously, if you haven't yet already, now's the time to do it. 
Yeah. Um, and so last week we skipped our skip of the week. It's a double skip. It was a double skip. Um, but I do have a skip of the week for you guys this week. And I, <laughs> I've been really, really excited to talk about this one uh, for the last couple. Uh, I've been really excited to say mean things about this. Game. No, honestly, I've been I've been preparing myself. I have like a monologue ready. All right. Um, <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, the question is, though. Zach, are you a bad enough dude for this game? Uh, yes. <laughs> are we talking about bad dudes? No. This this is okay. from the creators of Bad Dudes, which is cool. Are they um, a bad Are they bad enough dudes to create another bad game <laughs> that you should skip? Now we don't like to. We don't typically like to punch down on NVC. We like to punch up when, we, when we punch. Well, the bad dudes only punch forward. <laughs> they <Yeah>. punch forward. <laughs> they only punch in one direction. They they punch backwards with their eyes closed. They don't they don't know how to punch. Um, but uh, no, this the pick of the or skip of the week this week is Sly Spy. Uh, which is just a very, very weird, unabashed oh, ripoff so wow. much to uh, James Bond or just any any James Bond game. Um, so the lead character himself looks exactly like Timothy Dalton, which was the James Bond. Uh, They're saving like Lincoln the late eighties, which is crazy. Um, like the intro to the game has the whole like barrel moving mm. back and forth. Incredible. Yeah. You can like put in your agent name and like the easiest one that they make you let you put in is like 007, which is like, it's, it's all there. Like if this game, Oh, came there's out, a typo. This is skip of the week. I thought this was the pick of the week. No, this is the, <laughs> skip of the week. what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you, you guys can see right here, like the game itself, um, even back when it came out in, 1989, which, by the way, it never actually had a console release uh, in the U.S. It's Data East. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Makers of Burger Makers Time. Makers of Bad Dudes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, look, look. if you're watching the video podcast right now, you can see the gun in the top right corner is called the Golden Gun. Mm -hmm. um, so this so was an, ar an arcade-only game? It was an arcade-only, um, yeah. And I, I believe it did see console release in Europe, um, but never in the United States. This is the first time it's ever come this to a console and it's insane. on Switch. I really like this. I beat the game in about 25 minutes. You beat it? Yeah. How many quarters? Right um zero <laughs> luckily but um no it's it's totally one of those like so bad it's almost good games just like especially at this price point i believe it's 6.99 on the eShop, and it's out today if you are interested in picking up these like older so bad it's good games i guess um the bosses all look like Jetpack. bond villains in the game too like sure. there's this very clear odd job boss in the game that just works exactly like how you would imagine odd job working in a video game um and it's just overall very very clunky what I mean, is motivating somebody who owns the data east license to put out sly spy again yeah it's really I'm not, i think the, the financial probably, decisions going on here are fascinating <laughs> i don't know i think it was oh my god it's a fat guy it was probably due to so the fact cool. that it never you know they never had the, the game actual like release on consoles here oh this is from uh moonraker uh, maybe I'm not sure. Uh, there's a whole underwater Bond movie. Sorry, I don't remember what it is. I, it's really great though. A shark yeah. pool. Oh, it's uh, you, you only swim twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's Sly Spy uh, out Gold today fishy. for $6.99 on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> but um, I do want to talk about one more I mean, game before we before we wrap things sure. up um, because we do have a hard out in just a couple minutes. But one game that we got special permission to talk about this week uh, is Raging Justice for Nintendo Switch. Now, I think we have some B-roll up on this. It's $14.99. It comes out on May 8th. And this game took me by cool game. major. Yes, <laughs> here it is. You can see it. It looks very photorealistic. Raging. He's raging with oh, justice. So mad. There it is. Okay, so this is a brawler. I know. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Just by uh, first look, I can see. I can see Zach's face. He's a little it's confused. Sly Spy. <laughs> it's a direct sequel to Slice Spy. No. Okay. So the first. 15 minutes of this game, I was like, what is this game? Uh, I don't understand it. Just why are they still making brawlers like this in 2018? Mm -hmm. um, but this game takes the whole oh. brawler genre. Oh. Time out. Can we talk Guys, about Okay, how? there's been a dog and the big guys. It's just slice. Can by. we talk about how... Uh, your character just picked up a shotgun and blasted a half naked lady in the chest <laughs> with a shotgun, and then a word came like it just came up and said, "Awesome, yeah. great job!" Like what? Yeah, you I can like do hammer time. You could do a lot of really crazy things in this game, like head stomp women. You fight a lot of prostitutes in this game, uh, which is as, really weird. As one does in real life, <laughs> it's a really goofy game. It's got this, what segment are we in? Oh, look, the dance <laughs> thing. This is the raging justice segment. Yeah, the raging, <laughs> the raging justice segment. Um, no, in all honesty, though, I'm not. I really. 
did enjoy my time with this game, and I'm probably gonna. I think it's so funny that you didn't like Sly Spy, but you're <laughs> super into this I, game. Listen, guys, play this game. It's good. It's $14.99 on the eShop. Whoa. I, I think it's well worth $15, and I I really did not expect <laughs> to like it because I've never liked Brawlers. I've never liked um. I don't know games like this that seem so simple, but well, we it takes know that, you're a justice fan, and Raging Justice just aligns with your values. It takes, <laughs> but it takes that genre and it adds all these modern mechanics to it that makes it really fun. Like for instance, you don't have to beat up and and kill everybody; you can arrest people, uh, which is really cool. And the game has like, or the each level has certain goals that you can go back and play. Wait, can, is there a no kill? You can just arrest people through the whole game? No, I actually haven't figured out how to like put everyone into oh, into a point where I'm they sorry, can be yeah. arrested because it seems like some characters can be arrested if they have warrants out for them um, and some you know cannot they just have to be killed like bosses for it's instance just like real life. if you don't have a warrant you gotta kill them one of the bosses is, is literally a pimp that spins around with his cane like a helicopter like there's a uh, there's an arcade game called narc that's yeah. very yeah. influential on this which is about like it was like an anti-drug game mm-hmm. like 1988 I think and uh, very similar like these these druggies would come out and throw uh, throw needles at you. Hypodermic needles? Yeah, it was really silly. Like darts? Nice. It's really, really uh, stupid. I, I know we got to move, but I do want to say uh, Battle Chasers Night War is finally on Switch. Yes. Um, there's been... It sort of went radio silent for a while. It came out on consoles uh, a while ago. Um, super cool uh, JRPG-influenced RPG um, made by Joe Mad, who is like a famous comic book writer. Mm-hmm. Um Really cool game, really interesting art style. Uh, check it out if you're into traditional RPGs. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Um, we might, we'll probably talk about that game more next week. Um, didn't get a chance to get around to it this week, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely recommend you check out Battle Chasers Night War 2 yeah. if you can. Yeah, get a chance. Um, but yeah, that's our show this week. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. We're a weekly show on IGN.com uh, live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. But you can also catch us on YouTube.com slash Nintendo Voice Chat. That's every Friday. We upload at 2.30 uh, p.m. So make sure you check it out there if you missed it live. But also you can catch it a day early live on IGN. So, you know, you could be a cool guy. And Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yep. Absolutely. And shout out to the Control Room boys over there. Thank you guys for doing a great job. Barrett, Alexio, <laughs> Andres. Andres. That's our team back there, everyone. You guys are amazing. Um, thank you very much, Sydney, for yeah, joining us and Sam. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And we'll see you guys next week. Listen.